Vikings family, it's so nice to be back. This was Murder Most Foul. So a lot of crazy in this episode. You're tuned in to AfterBuzz TV, the ESPN of TV talk. Now, let the buzz begin. Is that it? Are we on? Oh, it changed the beginning. Hello, AfterBuzz family, Vikings family. It's, oh my God. It's way too long. We're in the big camera with you guys. It's been way too long. We're back. I'm back. I'm so happy to be here. My name is Yaku. We are going to jump right into this amazing episode with my two co-hosts right here. <laughs> He's not even singing. I'm doing the murder. I know you're doing it, but most foul. Wait. I'm doing the murder wait. most foul. In the, we're still in the big camera. Oh. Cheers. Oh, cheers. Cheers, everyone. Vikings fans, welcome back. Uh, my name is James, and this was a murder most foul. Oh my god, this was crazy. I was like, I'm still, my butthole is still <laughs> clenched a little bit at the end. Ah. Everybody, your boy Al Greg back again. Glad to be with my brother from another mother, Yaku. And yes! Half, young half black. Young half black. Young half black, and I'm full half black. Full half black. And I'm from Africa, there so it all go. works so out. He's all, he's all black black. By the way, don't forget, Steve, I'm going to go close up here. Uh, I got my phone on, not because I'm being rude, but because I'm reading your comments live. You guys are a part of the show. You are our fourth host. And before we go any further... Absolutely. I have to... Yeah. I, Steve, I think this is a big camera shot. We, we all three of us, we are sending all kinds of love to Carrie D. Lane. So for those of you who have been watching for, I think she was with us seasons two through... Nothing happened to five. her. Nothing She's happened to fine. her. She's In fine. In fact, it's very good news. Yes. She She has... Uh, still a part of the AfterBuzz family and still will be doing shows here, but she's got a sweet gig that unfortunately takes her away from y'all on Wednesday nights. So she's occasionally going to be in the comments. She's occasionally going to fill in, but Carrie D. Lane is not with us as a weekly host now. So we will please miss her. send your love. We miss yeah. her. And congrats, Carrie. We love you. Absolutely. Skull for Carrie. Skull, skull for, for Carrie. Carrie. And skull for Steve. That's on the camera. And then Steve, Al, did you even, what up? Hey, hey. You say hi? The voice of God. Did Ali even say hi? Did you say hi? Aye, aye, aye. No, hi. Hi. Oh, I did say hi, but I'll say hi again. Wait, 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 no. uh, full half black. Here we go. <laughs> that, that's right. Oh, yeah, that's right. Uh, and in the room, uh, Danny has blown it up. Danny already has so much going on. Danny Johnson, welcome to the uh, live chat room. This is crazy. Uh, Taxanuba, welcome back. It's nice to see have? you again. Oh, Carrie is in the live chat, Carrie's by the way. Let me tell you guys, Carrie is going to be there. Yes, Carrie. Call in if you want, Carrie. We want to hear your voice. You're about- she should be working right now. I, that's I, I think point, she's at right? work, right? She's at right, work, right. but it's fine. Like, take yeah. a break. Guys, as always, we're doing Vikings. We're doing um, timelines. So, uh, or such, what is the timelines? What do you call it? Yeah, storylines. Storylines, story sorry. Storylines. Yeah. We're not going to go chronologically uh, through the episode. So, we've got three short storylines. Uh, two short storylines that we'll be going through. Um, and then, in between somewhere there, we're going to do a fact or fiction segment for you guys. We've got a few Ooh. good fact or fiction options that you guys want to comment and we want to we'll read those off and see what you guys think if it's fact or fiction um so let's just jump right in i think we're already like two minutes in so let's just go for it let's just do so we're going to start with the, the iceland the short one iceland not a lot going on there james what do you think except for tears i was crying because floki man this guy can you tell he comes from an acting family that was good i believed it i believed that that floki actually was is legit sad that like he is having a moment. He's like, I, I maybe I haven't been seeing the gods all these years. 
Yeah, okay. So we know he saw the gods in the in the waterfall. Uh-huh. Like a few seasons ago. There was or, Freya. Or did he? Well, I think he did. that's the well, point. I mean, okay. Well, so he obviously didn't because it was a waterfall. <laughs> um, but he's legitimately sad. He thinks he's going yeah. crazy. So not, not a good foresight for what's coming for that whole community there. The leader that took them there is crazy. Mm-hmm. The other people want to kill the crazy leader. And, and there's yeah. one pretty lady that believes in him. Right. That's basically what's going on. That's it. Which is was sort of a theme throughout the show, by the way. Like the the like one pretty lady that believes in someone. You gotta have one. More on that to come. What, what else was going on? I think that no, was it. And that was it. Like the food isn't growing. It's raining. It's miserable. Like some, you know, there's going to be some kind of avengement of death of brothers killed and all the stuff that happened in the previous season. They didn't lead too much into that storyline. So let's let's move on. Because there's not not much there. Hold on, we got to do our official. Take your Iceland paper, everybody. We're done with it, Stevo. Here we go. Boom. Bam. I bet you we only do that on Vikings. There was no. Oh, here we go. There Hi, Steve. No. Hi, Steve. Hi, Steve. Hi, Steve. Oh, Steve is in the studio. Wrong? That's Am why. Am I moving um, too much? That is why there was no sound effects. But Steve's in the studio. The voice of God is not actually being the voice of God. The voice of God is in the studio right now. So Iceland, okay. we're there. But I have a feeling just while we transition away from Iceland that a lot more is coming there. I think it's going to get really interesting yeah. down, down the season. Because Floki, as we have mentioned here, is absolutely one of the most fascinating characters. I believe he can probably carry the show on his own. though. Uh, and he's been there from the beginning with, with the Ragnar. Beginning. You guys remember that, right? Yeah. He's been there from the... Oh my God! From when Jump he built the, when he built the first boat that took them to Europe, right? One thing that's disheartening. I think you guys are all been speaking on that. It's just disheartening to see him. Like he was the only. He had the most faith to be someone to have a crisis of faith like that. Because if he doesn't believe, then like who does at that then point? Who oh, does? That's right. a great point. Look at you getting all deep and philosophical, <laughs> Al. Well, why don't you do that, Al? Get get deep and philosophical, if I said that right, yeah, on did. on Freitas for me. So we're moving to Katagat. Mm-hmm. Uh, what what's your Ooh. thoughts on Freitas? Uh, as our girl Carrie said, Freitas is using the power of the of, <laughs> of oh, the P, the power the, of the P, and the P. Uh, what? The, you know, and the V, pussy. <laughs> yeah, I should make oh, more of a V. Oh, 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 oh. <laughs> make more of a V or the V. <laughs> well, that is one. That's one strike for James. Uh, I'm gonna write I, that down. Last week we said it. Thank you, Steve. Oh, Steve's back. Uh, we said that at least nine times yeah, last week out, yeah. and we didn't get in trouble for it so far. Well, now you did. <laughs> oh, okay. One strike against. Okay, here's what we got to acknowledge, though, guys. I mean, she's been playing. She says everything, everything that Ivar wants to hear. Not that he's just special. Not that he's just chosen. But he is a god. And she's basically, in this episode, naming the other gods that are his siblings. I just thought that was remarkable. And this god's your father. And you're going to have a son. And our son is going to be a god. So she's taking it there. And she's making him believe it even more and more. Even when he, he kind of doubts himself as far as, like... Being and bone he does full. doubt himself, doesn't yeah, he? He does doubt himself, but he's also eating it up. Who, who wouldn't, man? Who wouldn't? Do you guys think so? In the comments right now, it's a little bit quiet. Let me know. Do you guys think he's eating it up? Do you think that Ivar actually think he is a god at this point? Uh, at this point, well, okay. At the end of the episode, yes. At the beginning of the episode, no. I, you know, she was saying all the right things to the point where he was like, this is my new wifey. And, oh, by the way, she's going to be queen. Like, you guys have to accept this. And, of course, they're still partying, right? They're yeah, still yeah, like, yeah. oh, yeah, whatever. But she she takes him to this place throughout this storyline with this that he 
because that's that's been Ivar's bit number one thing, like his self doubt, right? Because of his legs and because of his bonelessness, <laughs> and he can't live up to his brothers and whatever. This is I what I believe is really what drives him. And then she prays right in on that. Just she just goes right in, and she goes in one hundred percent, and it clearly pays off for her. It does pay off. I want to clarify one thing about the bonelessness. So you guys have been talking about his business. penis doesn't work or whatever the thing is. Just remember, okay, let's not let's not get carried away here. When he was born and he was like a day old, Ragnar d- dubbed him Ivar the Boneless. I remember. Okay. Yep. So, again, and then that, that's... Wow. Way to throw back and remember, Yaku. But yeah. then I will tell you, everyone in the comments this past week, by the way... That Al, they thought we were all idiots last week. We cared. Me, you, and Karen. <laughs> what else is new? <laughs> I know, right? That, that's all right. Yeah, I feel like I need to say this, by the way, right. because we, we do this every season. We just remind you guys, we are not historians. Mm-hmm. We do not have PhDs in history. And while we do our education for y'all as a part of the show, like we sometimes we get it wrong. And that's why this is a conversation with everybody. So if you know some facts like y'all did in the comments this last week, Y'all broke it down because you were like, look, historically, this bonus thing had everything to do with his dick not working. It had nothing to do with his legs. But can we say this, James, which kind of ties the points together and what Yaku was saying? Because the story in the in the the show is different than history. That may have been why he'd been called boneless in history, but in the show, he is named by his father, boneless from the jump. And I don't jump. think like, you know, Ragnar was looking at his junk when he said boneless. Oh, yeah, Lord, I hope not. I hope not. <laughs> um, in the comments, we've got uh, Tux Nubu 1990 saying, it seemed, uh, she seemed to have the same amount of faith as Floki, and I'm, I'm assuming you're talking about oh. um, Freitas. 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 Yeah, uh, in, in, in Ivar, because Ivar and Floki is also very close to each other hmm. um, so that's an interesting thing um, she's also very convinced that she is talking about bonus and regardless of what that means that she will bear him a child right now James from a medical perspective well from Jump Street I have to give myself a little props because the second she said that what did I say when we were watching this I was like oh she finna hit it with some other dude like, well, it's the same night. I mean, it's like a, well, she, a but few she, I mean, right. We need to get to that. There's no way, by the way, she would know on the same night that she's with child. Which is why so, it was a dream. What was the Viking version of the Holy Spirit? You know, that maybe that's how she got something. pregnant. I, don't know. I mean, Odin was forever coming to them or there whatever. You go, but there like, you go. She was like, so this is, I wonder how fast forward they went in time. I mean, uh, women can know fairly soon, but certainly not the night of. But that's why I was like, I knew this from the beginning. I'm like, oh, she's just going to hit it with somebody else. That This is easy. This is a time, time-tested time story. Can't get pregnant by your man. Didn't En Vogue write a song about it? <laughs> I, 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 Which I don't one? Know. Who's that? Who's Did, wasn't there some song? Somebody wrote a song. Oh, no, Heart. Okay. I know. Heart wrote a song about it. Can't get pregnant with your man, so you go sleep with another man, and he gets you pregnant, and then you tell your man that it's his baby. Like... That's, that's been going on since probably the beginning of history. I feel sorry for the poor guy because what's going to happen to him? She don't want him hanging around. Okay, well, you guys are talking like it happened. It didn't happen. That she's pregnant? Well, the no. act. We saw the act. We so, saw okay. the act. So yeah. let's break this down because this is important. So it was a dream. Um, it's what no, no. We we're not, we're well, not talking about the dream. Well, you're talking about when she said she's pregnant. No, we're, we're talking, talking about, about when she had snuck sex. out, yeah, real quick, and went to sleep with another guy. Oh, that was. Right. Her. I thought yeah. that was the crazy. That was Margaret. I am. I am. I missed that. They're all blondes. I miss. Can we please? I'm blonde right now. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So Maybe now this episode that. makes complete sense. Okay. Right. Now I've got the whole thing now. Okay. I'm we're, so sorry. We're, well, maybe we didn't bring you and the viewer along with. Okay. Al so and I are over here rapping about how she went and grabbed well, that dude and threw him in the barn. I just thought it was somebody else. 
Oh, the random did. dude. Okay, so the random dude. Okay, but yeah. now my my question to you guys is: so it the the whole thing where she says she is pregnant uh-huh. um, is that part of the dream? Oh. So she said, "Okay, oh, I'm with child, and he's super happy." She turns into Margaret, and then nice. like a, the most mm-hmm. awful, foul death murder. Um, of Ivar so is that is that first part in true that he actually tell her because now it translates into Ivar going up to you know King Harold and telling him that oh but she is with child so where does reality in the dream actually like crisscross good question mm. and they didn't make that explicitly clear afterwards like you're right Yaku see Yaku got, got deep on us we're over here talking about random sex Al <laughs> but it, it, they don't make it explicitly clear whether or not that was still part of the dream but either way the point is that Ivar believes it so whether it was in person or not, Ivar believes it to the point that he's willing to go tell his brother and King Harold, like, well, I actually don't give a F about you guys right now because my girl is pregnant and he's starting his dynasty. And in the back of the oh, heads, boy. don't you know they were all like... That's not what we heard. <laughs> they were like, uh, I don't know. <laughs> and mind you, this is all in the same night. Not even... In, I mean, night is a, a night can be eight, nine hours. This is all in a but few hours. But it was all right. What well, do we think? I don't know, because Ivar's hair was kind of snatched the next day. Like, he woke up, <laughs> somebody did his hair, like, he, he put his face together. Hello, swag. Right, Well, right. this this happened to the point where Margaret, that is, it seems like held captive in a cabin in the woods, has heard that Freitas is with child as well. So this story has obviously spread, mm-hmm. right? She's not... That's true, good catch. Right. Right? So this story has obviously spread um, from who? I don't know, but obviously King Harold or Vitzik, like kind of laughing about it and talking, telling people maybe Ivar is like spreading the news. But so everybody now knows that she's with Charles. So I guess that it is true. It, and it Taksanubu in the comments uh, astutely said it looked appeared to be early fall uh, to start off, and then it was sort of like early to mid winter when everyone knew the story, which could have been a couple of months. Which would be clearly enough time for a woman to know whether or not she was with child, even in those days. Okay. So very astute. I'm 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 down with the timeline here. It makes a little more sense than definitely a time jump. The same night, right? As Tex Nubu is saying. Um, Okay, so Margaret, I'm 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 just looking at you, kid. Okay, in Margaret, let me know in the comments, guys. Um, Is she just is she just batshit crazy or apeshit crazy? Like what? Which crazy is she? Because this girl is like off her rocker. Or is she just scared? It seems like she's come down from being just totally bonkers, detached from reality. From the point where she was getting yeah, a, like... The, like when she was like mad, picking yeah. up, you know, thinking she's picking up bodies. Dog, yeah. But just to being like, just oh, right. regular cray-cray. Like, I'm supposed to be queen and, you know... <laughs> like just every, everyday life. Yeah, yeah, like right, LA right. traffic cray-cray. That, that, that type okay. of crazy. <laughs> Um, but did but did she? Can we just fast forward to this part? I mean, first of all, yeah. last week they had her locked up in the pig pen, <laughs> legit the pig pen, and then this week, I mean, he's got her chained up, and I I sort of feel like Vitzik is trying to be nice to her. I think he has like compassion for her. I feel like you know I'm a nurse practitioner. I was like, oh, I wonder if Vitzik mm-hmm. has like got a little nurse in him. Like maybe he's a little compassionate. But then, man, do yeah, you think I, he set up this death? Or um, do you think Ivar set it that up? That was gnarly. That was a good point. I wonder. Because I like the dream when... Am I skipping too far ahead? When Ivar mm-hmm. has the dream uh, yeah. that it's uh, actually uh, Margaret stabbing him. Mm-hmm. You're actually going backwards, but okay. Okay. Yeah. So, or whatever. He's switching, he's switching their places in... Uh, We're in all his, confused. In his, in his head. <laughs> and, um, and so and then he wakes up, you know, and he's like, okay, we got to get rid of her. Um, and then she was so bold talking to... Uh, 
talking to his brother, talking to Vitzerk about how he has to kill him. My other husband didn't kill him. You have to kill him. I was just amazed. So I wouldn't be so I wouldn't be surprised if Vitzerk actually coordinated with that with Ivar or you know Ivar just did it himself. Well, okay. So you're saying Ivar might have did it himself, maybe Vitzerk. This is my thoughts. My thoughts is she made a very very good point when she spoke to him. Are you a coward? Mm. He's like no. Because right. he's not a coward. He's like, he'll kick Ivar's ass. He's I know he will. He's a son of Ragnar. He's a son of Ragnar. Like, he is, like, you know, amazing. Um, and so I think that kind of, I think that kind of hit her. And, mm. I, and it genuinely looked like he mm. cared for her. So mm-hmm. this whole thing that happened is 100% from my perspective, from Ivar. Because even going to King Harold, like, what are we going to do about crazy in the, in, in the, in the cabin? Like, she is going to kill us all or something, whatever he said. So it, was, it was Ivar. And Ivar saying it in front of all of these people maybe probably forced the issue. Like, I'm wondering if Ivar thought, well, now I have to do something about it because I said something about it and Vitzik still hasn't done anything about it. Hmm. But that, that, come on now. I don't care who you are. First of all, like, don't get me started on mental health issues in the first place. But we're going to keep this cool. It's a Viking. It's a fictional, historical fictional show. Like, whatever. But don't, nobody deserves a knife in the back when they're trying to run away. Um. Well, nope. Nobody. No, no. Nobody deserves it. Um. In that time and time and place, maybe like eleven hundreds. Like those guys are out as assassins, or they are just said, "Listen, please go to this cabin, go kill this lady." Um. So what are you gonna do? Not kill her? But or are you gonna they... catch her and and then stab her from the front? Like, just <laughs> it's the eleven hundreds. They don't give a they don't give a fuck. Like, I just... guess they didn't, but I feel like there's more respectful. Like, just it was also a little bit more dramatic. So it was well done, you know, Michael. Uh, Hurst, it like, was fair well. enough, um, but it was like let's talk about that. Like, but did it take that many guys too? To that many assassins? Well, they just want to make sure I got because she is that crazy. Well, th- that no, okay. Well, whoa, whoa. <laughs> right here, Steve. <laughs> yeah, right here, Steve. Um, she is that crazy, or Ivar is that scared. Oh, yeah, I see. Okay. Uh, look at that! Look yeah. at him. Mm-hmm. Did, we, did you, did you want to clap? Can for I get that can way? I get and some kind of cheers in there? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, nothing. Not even an extra, yeah. Steve. So, yes, uh, there's the extra. We got a couple other people showing up in the uh, comments. Appreciate you guys, Travis. Uh, thank you for coming in. And Emmanuel, Margaret is not crazy. She is just obsessed with being queen. And I think Ivar set the move because he got afraid with the dream. 100%. That's likely the the most plausible storyline I think that Hearst et al. set us up for was that he got crazy with this dream. Margaret was there. She stabbed him and he was like, I gotta off her because we know we all know that Ivar has no uh, hesitation about killing someone mm-hmm. to, in order quick. to get where he gets. He also, killed a- his brother. Also, you know? Ivar killed his brother with an axe, but he's also very good with the short, short knives, like throwing them, like when did the gorilla. Oh, you guys know we, we refer to the gorilla fighting, uh, the crocodile fighting on the ground. Uh-huh. Like, oh, with the rolling around. Rolling around, around and, 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 and short knives. So it's, it's kind of like he's steel. Um, I, I'm being called out here by uh, Dax Nuba saying that it was my first F-bomb. So thank you for that. Keep me, <laughs> keep me on check. Right, we're also, he's Dux, uh, is saying that um, I think Ivar ordered the kill, but maybe Vitsek was in on it. I don't know about that. Mm. I disagree. I think it was completely Ivar. And I do think early prediction that Vitsek is having her said that to Vitsek, like, are you scared? You should kill him and be king. And then I can be queen. So sorry. put the queen aside. He thought about that, and now with Ivar killing um, Margaret, there's going to be some issues. Oh, because that's going to motivate him yeah, more. Yeah, okay, of course. Okay. God damn, he killed, he killed my, my crazy life wife. Which is, <laughs> I thought he was going to wife her. <laughs> which is 
right. Yes. Oh, I didn't even go there. Yes. So now Vitzik is going to have even more reason to hate Ivar, like he did before. Like he had yep. it before. Are we doing your paper? You well, let's do let's do the throw the you paper. Ready, ready Steve? This is a nice uh, transition time, I think. Yeah, let's Yaku. do that. There are a couple of particulars we have to get out of the way, but I don't want you guys to forget, by the way, that we are doing a factor fiction layer no. and predictions. So we want you in the live comments here. If you are commenting after the fact, we always love to see those comments. Thank you for checking us and keeping us real. By the way. So AfterBuzz produces all kinds of shows, after shows, for all your favorite TV shows. So drama, reality, TV, uh, historical fiction like Vikings, it doesn't matter. And AfterBuzz is the best at doing it. So, But we need your help with this because AfterBuzz is doing very, very well, the ESPN of TV talk. But we want you to subscribe to this so you know when we come on or after shows for any of your other shows. So by subscribing, of course, YouTube will suggest other shows that might fit for you. If you like them, subscribe to those shows as well. Click the like button. And, of course, on YouTube, if you ever get pesky notifications, you just go to the little cogwheel options and take away the notifications or whatever. But we would love your love on a subscription, uh, subscribing to AfterBuzz on YouTube. So hit that button. Let us know that you did in the comments because comments always mean a lot. And don't forget, you are watching the ESPN of TV Talk now. The big storyline, Yaku. The big storyline, exactly. So we're going to go to Wessex. I must say, just right there, James, in the last, in, in the end of the, the previous season, we got not... I remember you saying that. In the, I was watching you guys in the last episode. You said like 4,000 comments. That's a lot. It wasn't 4,000. It was about 400 comments, <laughs> which is still an immense, amount, an immense amount of comments. And we appreciate it so much that you guys take the time to actually write... Uh, your thoughts down and uh, i think now if you rewatch these episodes your live comments as you are writing them right now will actually play as well on youtube for somebody rewatching the episode later so you can actually see that but also after the episode when the episode is done write your comments down write your predictions down what you think will be happening in the next episode we love that shit word word okay let's get to wessex so i think wessex let's just you know it's, there's a lot going on in wessex uh, the first thing I think we should tackle is mm-hmm. Hedmund arriving. All of them are there. Um, and Alfred asking, listen, do, to Aethelred, do you think he's changed? So I want to know from you guys, and I want to know from you guys, what do you think? Do you think that Hedmund has changed, and in what way? I always believe his heart is still always going to be with England and never left. But his, mm-hmm. I mean, but you know, his romantic heart is with Lagertha. You know, I mean, but I think I think he's loyal. He's, at least he's loyal to King Alfred, and as we see, you know, he proves it too. So he's always been loyal to King Alfred. That mm-hmm. hasn't changed. He is madly in love with Lagathra. That has changed. That's new. That's new. For sure. Okay. What about his faith? What about his alliance? I don't think, dude, ever from the very first time we met Bishop Hegman, the end of season three, mm-hmm. four, four. End of season four. I hope that's right. The last we'll be called out. You guys check us in the comments, please. I know you're going to. The, that very last scene where he's in the bed doggy style with his cross on and his robes. <laughs> that was our first introduction into Bishop Hegman. And that's, I don't think his number one loyalty is to the church or to Alfred or to Lagather. I think it's to his penis. And I don't think any <laughs> of that has changed whatsoever to but, the point where he's willing to kill for it. Because Guilford, exact Guthrie, which died in this whole scene, because that like Guthrie called him out on it, and but, he proved it. And King Guth, 
Gothard, is that a Gothard? Gothard. Gothard. He made the classic mistake. We saw that Ned do this wrong in Game of Thrones when he went to Cersei. And he's like, "I know." You never go to your enemy and say, Tell "I know." I'm going to call you out. Uh. You never reveal what you know. You just move. You go straight to the king. And so, I mean, come on, man. Okay, so I've never watched Game of Thrones, okay. but, but now <laughs> forget not, the Game of Thrones. I'm not even going to. No, no. I mean, I'm not. I want, I want. I want. I'm waiting for the last season to yeah. finish, and then I'm going to watch everything at once. You won't see me for four months. For <laughs> but what I'm saying is, thank you. Now you spoiled it for me. But anyway, right, right. Um, I'm just kidding. You didn't. And there's another rule number two, but we'll get to that later. Right, right. Yeah. But this, uh, I, I actually loved. I thought it was so great. The, the quickly, the my favorite person is becoming Alfred, like the adult Alfred, easily. Because even in that first scene, just to back up a little bit, when they walk in and and Hag, you know, he was like. There wasn't a lot of words, kind of like me. I'm very wordy tonight for some reason. But Alfred was like, why? Just why stone trust, face. Why trust them? Why? Why Why did you bring them? Yeah. Why? He's, he's questioning. He just straight up, and he, there wasn't like, I can't believe you did this, and you know this puts us in danger, and these are pagans, and he didn't go on and on Alfred, because we all knew that. And Alfred was just like, why? He's not freaking out. I thought it was like the most boss yeah. Move like he was like he is king. This dude is is crazy clever, crazy wicked smart already, and I love it. The and throne suits him. The throne does suit him, and the and the crown as well because it looks good on him. Um, but now, do you guys see how valuable it was with with King Egbert like training him all those years? Mm-hmm. His father was an Eiffelwolf, wasn't in the picture, but King Egbert has been training this kid for like years and years and years, and it's coming through. And he even said that, so I think it was kind of cool to see that coming through. He is stone cold. But he's thoughtful. He's like, he's, he's rock solid. That's what it is. But no, the whole question is the Vikings. So he's saying like, why did you bring them? Um, he's explaining why they have to fight with us. The Vikings, on the other hand, in the jail cell is like, we aren't shit because these guys completely like played us for a trick. They, they did play them. And they, it's so funny. They were having this like infighting. And Lagatha, I almost wonder if Lagatha is also not like head over heels. Like she's motivated by love, just like Bjorn called her out. Because he was like, oh, yeah, I, I'm glad the mighty Lagerthurik is making stupid mistakes based off of love now. And she's like, whatever. Yeah, you, you don't even know love. <laughs> you don't even know what love is. Now, guys, I think it's 16 minutes before we have to end. So I think mm-hmm. before we move on with this Wessex, Wessex storyline, let's do a quick fact or fiction segment. Do we have da, any da, music da, for da. that, Steve? Ah! Okay, not music, but it works. Can I get, at least get an axe throw into some a body? Thank you nice. very much. <laughs> Perfect. Um, that works. Okay, fact or fiction? What do we have, guys? Oh my gosh! What we we need we need fact or fiction? Fact or fiction? Well, we can back up a little bit. Fact or fiction? A woman will know that she is pregnant on the first night. Uh, f- fiction. Big time. <laughs> I did listen. <laughs> You're like I, I listened to that part. I feel like these deaths. You know, I'm always going there from a, like a medical perspective. So the entire time, I want to save Lord Cuthbert's death uh, until a little bit. But the entire time, they uh, Marguerite got stabbed cor- directly in the back, and she turned around all chill. I mean, that thing went straight through the lung, right? So she was talking fine, and then straight in the front. Would she still be talking fact or fiction? <laughs> nope. That knife's gonna puncture her lung. She's gonna be like. <gasps> All kinds of short of breath right away. She might not die right away, but she's not going to be turned around and be like, please she's, don't kill me. I'm loyal to Ivar. Like, she's not going to have the breath. I mean, she's going to suffer. I made, she's going to suffer. And I made the, the, the point that she's, like, there's no point in saying don't kill me because you're you, you dead. <laughs> it's 1100. You're dead. You've got two knives sticking through you, you both on both ends, like, a, like a barbecue. All right. My fact of fiction, um, this is jumping forward a little bit. 
where um, the, the, the new bishop is saying to him, saying that, or he wrote in the letter and saying, well, you know, you fornicate um, daily. Fact or fiction? Do you guys actually think that Hedman fornicates daily? He said almost daily, I think. That was the funny part. <laughs> <laughs> almost daily. He said almost? I didn't catch I that. I thought he did. We'll do something Well, else do you guys, daily. fact or fiction, yeah. almost daily, do you fornicate? Do I fornicate personally? <laughs> I fornicate in my mind almost daily. Wow. Wow. <laughs> Let's bring it back to Vikings. Right? Hegman. Does Hegman fornicate, fornicate daily? daily? Yes. Yeah. <clears throat> Fact. Oh, 100%. Per- <laughs> All right. I also think so. I th- I don't think it's almost. I think yes. There's, this guy has got a serious broad stock, but there's a lot of crazy in this episode. Not that that is crazy, but he fornicates daily, not almost. Good for luck. Damn. Though. She she's getting it. That Al, what uh, do you have? Uh honestly, this is kind of a curve for me because I wasn't planning to weigh in on it. But if we're gonna get in talking about the people like fornicating, can I jump ahead to another character? Yeah, of course. Yeah. Okay, let's talk about Princess Ellsworth. Oh, I think that not we've already established that she's not only fornicating with Bjorn, but her and Bjorn shall be fornicating daily. Fact. Total no I don't know. Fact. Oh, yeah. I think fiction. I think here's why. Thank you. I was trying to hum some of that. (laughs) Steve Steve is on it tonight. Uh, Steve Steve cut his beard and his hair, by the way. But uh, You're looking good, Steve. You're looking good. We just can't call you King Eckbert anymore because you don't have a beard. (laughs) So... No, because she, she jumped in the bed. We are jumping forward, but we are also running out of time. So uh, Princess Ellsworth comes in and sits on the bed, and she's like, I'm going to do my best impersonation. I shouldn't be here. Bam! And starts, like, taking her stuff <laughs> off. But I'm like, girl, you wouldn't have walked all the way over there if you didn't know you wanted some of that D. And then she gets in the bed, and then she decides to tell him I'm a virgin. And that's why, Yaku, I think this is going to be fiction. I don't think they're going to hit it every day. Because I don't think Bjorn knows how to have like gentle sex. Like I don't think he knows how to like like be nice to her. Romanticize. Like romantic. Like remember, he's a Northman. He's a Viking. He's whatever. And I think it's gonna scare the shit out of her. And and she's gonna love it. Is this music? Is this the end of the episode? Or is this? <laughs> just, just like, is that Steve playing a music? Keeps box? going. I think Steve went. Because I, I see some the, time left on the timer. I don't know. Oh, it's, oh, it's sweet. okay. So that's not the end of the episode. I got concerned because we have got some stuff to talk about. But no, yes, it is gonna scare the shit out of her, and she is gonna love it. <laughs> mm, I don't. I don't think so. I don't. I mean, I hope he keeps it appropriate. You know, we have had some like sexual assault situations on this show that's not I don't want that that for her that it would be bad I don't want Bjorn to do that stuff but I just think they're going to have lovely consensual sex but it's going to be too much for her it's going to freak her out and she's going to run but we got to we got to give uh, King Alfred some game here I already gave some game early you know about to the uh, to the to the priest you know never tell you know your enemy that you're coming to have dirt on him yeah king husband whoever the minute your prospective wife comes up to you and say uh I heard a lot about that guy over right. here. What's his well, what's, name? What's, what's, bad, <laughs> bad sign. Who that, who, bad sign. Well, who that guy with the mohawk and the blue eyes with the fur on his neck looking at me all over the table? Who is steady like this the whole time? Oh, that's Bjorn Ironside. Oh, my God. I heard a lot about and him. And he goes and talking. Yeah, he's a great warrior. Blah, 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 blah. Uh-huh. Um, good call, Al. Yes. Um, never. If, if you're around your, your table at your wedding and you, you don't want to like, look at the cross table, like, oh, who is that date that your sister brought? It's delicious. No. And that's what she did but don't you think because she did that don't you think alfred is smart this man is running the shit out of like one okay. of the greatest one of the greatest empires of history right now and he's 
already playing people against each other. We're going to get to that in a second. Like, he's already figured stuff out. Like, he was a boss with Bishop Hegman, who was, like, a boss before he became king. Like, he's... Alfred is ruthless in his own, like, nice young man way. And so I think he was like, oh, she's not really into me like that anyway. But I need to marry her, like, politically. Mm-hmm. So I think he was like, all right, whatever. Like, you can go do your so thing So you think he's a York. step ahead of the game and he's going to oh, make it yeah. work. So he's a step ahead of the game. So he's politically playing the game. He's you know, joining the kingdoms, whatever the thing is. But he's going he's gonna to be completely fine with Bjorn, <laughs> Bjorning her. As a Viking, because I'm not even sure Alfred. <laughs> I'm not even sure Alfred, your namesake. I'm not even sure Alfred is really into the ladies. That's, that's, that, 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 that kind of passed through my mind. You know? What's your read on that, James? I don't. Why? Well, just because just you got to ask the gay guy. Well, <laughs> Absolutely, gay guy. yes, I have to ask the gay guy. <laughs> uh, yeah, but I think I called that out last season. I think I was like, I'm not sure Alfred's really feeling the ladies, but he was a little young then to whatever. Now I feel like, and maybe it's not even that. Like maybe he's just not like overtly sexual like the Vikings are. That doesn't make him gay or anything. It just makes him not overtly sexual. Mm-hmm. So I just I think he actually doesn't care. Like if his wifey is going to help him politically stabilize his country and and love his church and do all this kind of stuff but if she's getting some viking d on the side like i think alfred's fine with that (laughs) viking d works uh travis is saying uh this is a little bit off the off the trail here but travis is saying uh, bjorn is known for founding the house of manzo in sweden uh he was the king of sweden and a dynasty that ruled for many generations and also bjorn was the one who played dead in the coffin in paris not ragnar this is true history which is kind of mm, fascinating because wow. uh, this happened like season two, three or something. So I can't really remember, but the Ragnar playing dead in the coffin. That's pretty amazing. <gasps> thank you, Travis. And Travis, thank you in the comments. Emmanuel just also brought up an amazing comment that I completely forgot about. This is why we love you guys as the fourth host of the show. Emmanuel wrote, also remember the prediction of the seer that Bjorn will marry a princess. Oh, my gosh. Whoa! I want you on the show as a guest, Right, Emmanuel. right, right. But you are a co-host. Thank you. Keep the comments coming while they're here, uh, y'all. And, of course, after the fact. So, um, that was interesting. So, yeah. so Wessex. So, now we, we're moving on. So, we've got the whole thing with Alfred. Um, now we're in the forest, and we have Lagerfrau, and we have Amut, and these guys are fornicating daily. Um, and we've got this one, one-eyed fact, <laughs> and we've got this one-eyed spy, um, kind of, which is uh, the other bishop's spy, spying mm-hmm. on them. Right. He's a spy. When you didn't know at first who the spy was no. from. Like, was it Lord Cuthbert's spy? Was it Alfred's These spy? These guys are clever. You guys knew that was him. Did you right. guys know? Like, you, you knew, guys knew. You knew. Uh, and... Uh, Poor guy with his cataract. He could, he could only see one eye. But it, you don't need, you don't even need eyes to see that. You can yeah. smell it the way they was going at it. The beast with two backs. Right. <laughs> Too bad I had to look that up. I mean, I had a good idea, right, of what it was. But I was like, what is a beast with two? Oh, oh that's a beast with two backs. They sure are getting it. So let's let's talk about this real quick. Uh, jump through a quick few points because we're running out of time. Um, the land situation. So he can give the line, land to them. Mm. Um, th- they realize now that the papers was never, never King Egbert's to give them or the land. What's going to happen? I was a little concerned about that, about what's going to happen from that. How can you be the king of Wessex, but then the land wasn't yours to give in the first place? Was it because it was still Ayla's land? So what happened is uh, there was all a very pre-planned, organized situation where he made his son Aethelwulf king a few days before he was actually going to sign over the land to the Vikings, but it was all 
planned. It wasn't just an accident. That's right. And so he's like, take Ethelwolf, take your children, take Alfred, run away, whatever they did. And then he stayed and signed the land over, but it was never his to give. And to that's give. why I said it. That's and right. that's why it's so difficult for Alfred to give over the land. Because now he's got the church against him and the church wants to kill him. And it's got all this drama going on in Wessex, like, you know, desperate housewives. Um, and that's, that's the whole story. And the, but the story, I think, that, that Alfred, again, why he's so clever and so cunning is he jumps right away. He's like, okay, I'm an Al, as you said, while we were watching Divide and Conquer. Like he knew, and one of you guys said it in the comments too, he knew he couldn't go after Bjorn, but he was like, all right, one way that I can give you guys this land and we can honor my grandfather's wishes is for you to renounce your paganism and Talk get baptized. Talking Uba, right? Yeah, but he picked Uba on purpose because Uba is weaker than Bjorn. Agreed? Well, maybe he's smarter or less arrogant than Bjorn. He's playing the person that's going to play into his plans because he's so clever, exactly mm -hmm. what you said earlier, James. And we saw the same thing with Rola. I mean, nobody likes being in their brother's shadow, I think, that it always comes down to which plays in every single scene almost. Yeah. It's with Witzek and Ivar, yeah. and now it's, it's the same with thing. Ube, and yeah. So I don't. I, th I did think that was funny. That's, this scene was beautiful. Ube's like, I, I got nothing to say to you. Like, I'm out. And then he was like, but what if you do this, and then I can give you some land? And he was like, I'll have some wine. Mm. I have some wine. Let me, <laughs> let me think about what you said. About that. Mm. Um, and let, let's talk about the last scene, the last storyline uh, between the, the bishop, the new and the old Guthrit, and Heath Maimund. Um, obviously, the one once we kind of talked about this already, but the one is the one to be in power, and they explicitly said that Haman told him that the, my struggle is spiritual, with mm. like walking through the desert and the, and the devil challenging you. This guy's challenge is power, money, like authority, right? Which is more of a physical, uh, uh, like a impeding situation. So I think it's kind of okay to, especially as a bishop, to be like, okay, my, my struggle is spiritual, which all of us, or especially those guys in that higher like spiritual levels would be like, okay, you know, um, you always are challenged or whatever. So you are, you know, you've got challenges in that way, but you shouldn't be in that position still worrying about money and women. And he's, mm. not, eh, he's not worried about women. He just fucks them. But, you know what I'm saying? Right. Are, are we on the same page here? That's two. Two F-bombs for <laughs> two, That's two of me. And I don't mean right. it. And I mean, that's a bad thing that he's doing. He's a bad person. He shouldn't do that. I didn't mean it in that kind of way. I call, I call BS on all of it. Okay. What do you think? Hegman is saying... Hegman's playing that reverse psychology with Lord Cuthbert. Of course he is. He's doing... First he came in and he was like, I'm going to do some veiled threats. I'm going to just be like, by the way, this is mine. And I'm going to rough you up a little bit. And Cuthbert is like, actually, it's not yours. And you're a sinner, and you're... Sorry, I'm burping, because I'm drinking this Diet Coke. Uh, you're a sinner. I'm going to stay on this throne, like or the throne or whatever, bishophood. You can't have it. And I, I think it is absolutely about the power. It's absolutely about the money. It's absolutely about the power of the P. It's absolutely about everything for Hegman. Exactly the words that are coming out of his mouth that he's accusing Cuthbert of is exactly what he's thinking inside of himself. Like, he's so driven by that power, by that money, but by all of that so that's what separates them then nothing yeah. Hegman's stronger like physically stronger that's it I gotta say facts too and I was thinking about that the whole time he was saying it and the only thing I think that does separate the two is that the uh, Catherine the other uh, Cuthbert Cuthbert uh -huh. the, uh, the bishop Cuthred, yeah. yeah the temporary bishop when they said he, <laughs> I like that word better temporary, temporary bishop uh, Al Alfred said he had 
showed more passion, more clerical passion. I mean, you know, maybe he does. Maybe this guy, like, he loves, mm. he did uh, He did love, you know, the, the jewelry and the ostentatiousness the of it. And, yeah, and, and, the, the, and the appearance. And the I think, ice. Yeah, the ice, the ice and all that. And I think um, uh, Hagman was right on that regard. But at the end of the day, yeah, I don't think he's much better. He's worse. I think he's worse. Catherine Catherine was just a conniving little whatever, and he ultimately was going to try to overthrow Alfred. And yes, I think a portion of this had to do with Hegman's true actual loyalty to who what who believe who he believes is the true crown, which is Alfred. And he's proved proved that in the past. But no, this was all about Hegman was like, no, I want my power back. Mm -hmm. I want all this back. I was riding high, and then I ended up, you know, getting captured by the pagans and da da da, whatever. This is exactly exactly why he killed dude in one of the goriest death scenes maybe ever in Vikings history. Like that was crazy. Other other than the gold in the mouth in the previous season, but um, yeah. Ugh. Yeah, so straight through the eye. I thought he was going to leave it at that and obviously killed him, which I was kind of disappointed. It would have been so much cooler if he actually just left it there. Oh, that, that <laughs> was deep. very... Um, was that an eye oh. falling out? Oh, my God. <laughs> but, but with this death, hold on, before we go past this death, because we got to wrap up in a minute, guys. We're going to give you guys some predictions. But this death, hold up. It's There's blood everywhere, and there's a dead bishop, and there's knives which in, knife? the, in the church. Thank you, Steve. Exactly. Like, somebody's going to see this and there's going to be a whole murder investigation. And they didn't have CSI then. That all the two girls that saw the knife and ran out in the beginning of the church. Right, right. So let's, you know, it, we all know it's Hedman and so does the king. The point is Hedman loves the king and that's what separates them because he wanted to kill the king. Mm. Yes. So let's head uh, straight to predictions to see what's going to happen next week. No music? Dun, okay. Dun, dun, dun. Oh, oh, yeah, it's there. And now, you're after Buzz TV. Brief, brief. Let's brief, briefly predict our. Can I go with the prediction? Yes, get it out. Okay, um, we just got through talking about that heinous murder scene where uh, Heyman murders uh, the temporary bishop and usurps him. And you guys were the first to bring up how bloody that scene was. And, you know, he left the knife. And I got to give props to you. I don't know if I'm stepping on your lead, but we were talking about, Mm. you know, maybe the pagans will be blamed. The Vikings will be blamed. Here's the thing I think he ended. I think not only did the uh, Vikings get blamed, but he inadvertently puts uh, Lagatha at risk. Yes. So. I don't think he thought it all the way through. I don't think he thinks that much. Because <laughs> he thinks he doesn't think with his brain. Yeah. That's all I'm saying. That's what, do you what I have? said before. What do you have, James? Uh, my prediction is that Margarita's not dead. It was too, way too many dream sequences, and she was way too crazy of a character. You know they'll kill anybody off in this show, but I don't think they were quite ready to kill her off. She's too good of a writing tool, frankly. I'm not sure she's actually dead. So you're, you're, you're predicting this before or after this little throat? Margaret, no, I don't think she's dead. I think it was a dream. Okay, I I do think she's dead since <laughs> her throat was slit, right? Um, and she was uh, spewing up blood. But um, and it's the eleven hundreds. But I think that Ivar is obviously did it, and I think Vitzik is upset about it. And I think Ivar is actually going to kill Vitzik, even though Vitzik wants to kill Ivar. I think that's going to happen in the next few episodes. That those brothers are going to really go head to head with each other. Oof. Yeah, that's what's both cameras. Both cameras ready. One, two, three. Oh, no, that's just uncoordinated. Guys, <laughs> thank you so much for joining us here for Vikings season twelve. No, season five, episode twelve. Uh, the most awful death or the murder most awful. A murder most foul. The most and most foul. Awful yes. foul. Same thing. My name is Jakob Vinnings. You guys can catch me 
at Jaco Vinnings, but I'd rather have you go to www.grapeunknown.com. If you love wine, if you want to learn about wine, go there. There's a free wine course you can sign up for. It's always there. So if you love wine, visit the website, sign up for the wine course, and learn something about wine. Get it. I love some wine. If you want to learn a little bit about health, I'm a nurse practitioner. You can follow me at AskTheNP, uh, mostly on the Instagrams. Hey everybody, your boy Al Greg, aka Full Half Black. You can find me on IG too, Algy underscore Jamaica House Film. Cheers. Bye. Love you. Our founder, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and me, Maria Menunos, would like to thank you for tuning in to AfterBuzz TV. Remember, we're not just the first, we're the biggest in the world, and we're the only destination for all your favorite TV shows. Whatever you crave, we've got it. So go to AfterBuzzTV.com and check out our lineup. Buzz you later. <laughs> the views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.